Podcast Maps Season 3, Episode 7. Well, thanks for joining me for the last episode in this series, which is all about community. Community being the golden age of audio, the opportunity for all of us audio to people. This is what we need to get right. It's what now people are seeking from audio and what we need to deliver. It's what's in many ways missing as well from a lot of audio too. So in this last episode, I'm going to share with you my tips, the seven C's of building community. And these are the seven C's. I'll introduce them and talk a little bit about each one and what you can do to build community around your audio. Connection, conversation, community, content SEO, callback, cadence, consistency. I make that seven. So let's quickly run through each one. Connection. You speak to the listener. Never call your listener a listener. Call them you. So when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you because you have listeners, right? You have an audience. I want to help you build your audience. You may be a podcast host. You may be a podcast agency uh, helping podcast hosts. Your challenge is going to be them, the listeners, the audience. And a key part of that is how you speak to them. So I don't ever use you guys or intend to. I may use that by mistake, maybe a weak moment. I kind of slip because I hear it so much. You guys, don't call them your listeners. Listeners, call them you. So when I speak to you, I'm speaking to you because I've got a picture of you in my head. I've probably spoken to you recently. We've probably spoken um, on Zoom the last few weeks, hopefully we've either spoken on Zoom as a result of talking about podcast agencies or podcast hosting or spoken on LinkedIn, which is great. So we have a connection already. I think most of the people who listen to this podcast, I have a connection with, which thinks great. So I know you and you know me. Create that connection. If you don't know who your listener is, speak to them. That's the best way. Once you get a clear idea of who that listener is, then you can start tailoring your content for them. This is what radio does so well. If you want to go back to, let's think about this episode two, which talks about technology and social space, how technology really is about redefining social space. But also if you go to episode five in season three, what does radio do so well? You get an idea of how to create that connection with your community. Second conversation. You've got to remember that the audience, your listeners, you connect with the host, not the guest. People come for the guest and stay for the host. The host should play a pivotal role as a bridge between the listener and the host's world. The host is a guide. The host leads people uh, by the hand with permission into new areas, down rabbit holes. That's why we enjoy shows for the host, because we trust the host is going to bring something interesting. And something interesting may be a guest. We don't stay for the guest. The guest really just is content. The host makes that content meaningful. Community, part of community really means getting out there. It means getting involved 
And there are two ways of doing that. One is physically, if you think about radio hosts, they go out there in the old days and talk to people, whether it's going to a hospital and interviewing people or there is a reporter on the front line. That's what they did really well. They were part of it, a big part of what radio stations would do. I was speaking to um, some, I was speaking to you. You know who you are. You're involved in like jazz festival, um, involved in like, involved creating festivals for uh, radio stations. That's a big part. You think these are kind of core to what radio did so well as creating community around physical events as well. You could create a physical live event. You could take it to clubhouse. You're going to see, uh, you know, this integration of Spotify with live events as well, which would be an opportunity for podcasters to create live. I look at, for example, what Lance Armstrong does with The Move, which is his podcast. Some of the best ones were done inside bike shops where he would uh, go and sit inside a local bike shop, LBS, as they're always called by cyclists, go into the LBS and sit there and take questions from the community. It was wonderful. You know, I, I was not a fan of Lance during the Tour de France years. You know, I lost faith in him when all the rumors started spilling out about his doping. But yet, there's no denying about the man and his drive. And he, yeah, I, I suppose he somehow has, has come to accept and accept responsibility for his transgressions. Not fully, however. He's not fully given up his role in this and admitted like some of the bullying tactics and so on. But listening to him on his podcast, like all of that aside, there's no doubt he knows his stuff and he has an opinion. And I like that. So in some ways for me, watching Lance and the community has helped me reconnect with him and hear his side of the story. And that is what in communications we call owned media, that if you are a public figure, an influencer of any sort, and we all will become influencers or in our own way, that we will become more and more having, you know, we will become more and more a, a content source of opinion. Well, you know, that opinion could be for 15 people or 15,000 people, but people will interpret that and media will interpret that. So it's important that we own the media because then we can control the narrative and we're not at the mercy of somebody's scheduling. And therefore we can control the conversation and tell our story in our terms. And that's a big part of getting out there and connecting our owned media with the community to bring them onto it and to understand it and build a community around our own media as opposed to having to go to earned media to find community which is for example getting on radio or getting in magazines or becoming the 30 under 30 and the 40 under 40 this is a cultural narrative where we have to be picked by other people to be worthy which i find strange that we have spent our whole lives being picked and therefore, it's a big deal to become 40 under 40, which is somebody, all somebody has just said is like, oh, I think you're interesting. And we're like, oh, well, thank you so much. I'm not worthy. What I think is like, screw those guys. Create your own media and get out there into the community. Let them decide. Let the community decide if you're interesting. Not some guy who just happens to be a gatekeeper of information. The fourth C is content SEO. 
If you listen to season two of Podcast Maps, it's all about SEO, podcast SEO in particular, and why you need to focus on organic traffic growth as opposed to guest sharing strategies. If you have a podcast or you are a podcast agency helping podcast owners, you need to understand podcast SEO because increasingly this will become the make or break factor in your podcast success long term. No longer can we rely on guests to promote our podcast. That was a strategy from five years ago. What we need to do is attract aligned listeners, aligned listeners being those people who are actively seeking out our content, our key talking points based on their intent and their search on store on Spotify or Apple algorithms, as opposed to those people that come and listen to the podcast because they're fans of John and fans of John don't give a crap about Mary's episode. And that is the reality of community building today. That guest sharing no longer works. And if you want to build an audience and a community, you've got to build it on store as opposed to off. The fifth C is callback. If you listen to any radio, you will, you will hear them use callbacks. Callbacks are, for example, go and listen to this episode or stay with us. Stay tuned. 7.15 tonight. We have a special feature. Da, 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 da. You know how it works. This seems natural. Yet we don't do this in podcast. If you want to hear about how radio does this, go and listen to episode five of season three in podcast maps. The details are in the show notes of where you can get access to all of podcast maps. And by the way, if you don't have the show notes in front of you, just go to my website, Graham D. Brown. That's Graham with an H G R A H A M D for David Brown without the E. All of these exceptions. I don't know. My mom should have just given me an easy name like David. But unfortunately, she thought it would be cool if I had a, a name like Graham. Not even spelt with an E, but spelt with an H, Graham. And then when I moved to s Japan, nobody could bloody pronounce my name. I kept saying, it's Graham. And they said, Graham. No, Graham. Graham. So I gave up. And then when I moved to Spain, it just became even harder because they never even heard of the word Graham. How on earth were they going to pronounce that? And then one day, somebody, when I said Graham David Brown, they went, ah, David, David. Yeah, I'm David. So from there on onwards, in Spain, I became David. And when I go to Starbucks, in every country in the world, I'm David, because I just can't deal with the drama of having to explain my name and how it's spelled to different countries and different languages. But for the purpose of you listeners, hopefully you got that. Graham with the H, dbrown.com. That's where you can hear details about the podcast maps as well as other podcasts that I've done as well. The sixth C is cadence. Now, cadence really means how many podcasts do you publish a month? If you go to episodes in season two of podcast maps, there is a specific episode which says, how often should I publish my podcast? And the data for that is based on the average for your category. Now, let's say you're a business podcast. The average for business is 6.3 episodes a month, which basically means that no longer is it possible to build an audience with one episode a month. That is probably the mic drop for a lot of people that 
they think that's okay. Unfortunately, too many corporates are publishing one episode a month and then scratching their heads to wonder why aren't we building an audience? So if you're a podcast agency, just remember this, is that cadence is key to con- to audience growth, to community. One of the reasons is, is because that Spotify and Apple increasingly want people to come back to their platform because their business model depends on it. Now, the one way you can do that is you can get 10 times as many audience or you can get your podcast host to create 10 times as much content. That, which is going to be harder. Well, getting 10x audience is going to be the hardest part, even to double it. You can easily get your content host to publish twice as much, going from once a month to once every two weeks. That's the way Spotify and Apple are increasingly directing their organic traffic. That means all of those listeners also subscribe to or top podcasts in this category or all the search results that are going to come through on the podcast platform are primarily going to serve up traffic that serves the need of the algorithm and the business model. So if I have a choice as Spotify between sending you to a podcast that publishes once a month or like Neil Patel and for example, Gary Vaynerchuk once a day, I'm going to send you to those guys. Why? Because if you go to those guys, you're going to come back every single day. If you're going to come back every single day, then guess what? I'm going to get 30 times as much advertising impressions. This guy over here doing once a month, I'm listening to him. I have to wait another month before I get another episode. So cadence is absolutely key to building community. If you want to know how to build Cadence, some of the tools and the hacks to do that, go and listen to season two of Podcast Maps. The question, how often should I publish my podcast, is in there. And lastly, consistency. Consistency builds quality. Following on from Cadence, be consistent with your publishing and your narrative. If you're starting a podcast talking about, for example, garden furniture, if you then go off and have a series about pet care, well, the question is, is that's relevant if at the very beginning of the C's, the community part, the connection, you understand that your audience is interested in that. Are they interested in these issues? Podcast Maps is all about how do you grow an audience for your podcast? And that looks at different subjects within that genre. For example, podcast SEO, building community, or even examples of what podcasts work and what doesn't work. Successful podcasts, failed podcasts, podcast rankings, podcast data. That's all about audience growth. So if I was to now start talking about, for example, let's talk about true crime. Well, You might be interested in true crime, but it's not consistent with my narrative. It's not consistent with what this is about. It's not consistent as why you come to listen to podcast maps, because you may be interested in me talking about true crime. However, it means you're not going to come back. I get confused. What is this podcast really about? Is it talking to me or is it talking to that guy over there who's interested in true crime, really? So being consistent both mechanically, meaning turning out podcasts on a regular tempo, and also semantically, meaning focusing on content that is relevant 
to the needs and the pain points of your listeners. Those are the seven C's. Hopefully you like them. And it's no coincidence I actually called these the seven C's because I thought that was a bit of a joke. But anyway, it sticks, right? The seven C's of building community, which is really about all of the above that I've talked about in podcast maps. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a couple of options for you. Firstly is go out and listen to previous seasons of podcast maps and get the backstory. Season two is more about the technical aspect of building community through SEO and through the basis of some of the stuff we talked about now, like cadence and consistency. Season three has been about building community, which is why your listeners are coming to this podcast, your podcast, your client's podcast in the first place. If you have questions, this is what you can do. I have a live stream every Monday and Wednesday on LinkedIn. Ask me the questions there. Do you remember my name? That's right. It's Graham Brown. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, connect there. Ping me a message. I get some great messages. I love getting messages from you, um, whether it's questions, follow-ups, or just people saying, you know, I was listening whilst I was going for a walk or I was doing the washing up. I love that because it means that these stories are making an impact and they're for you. Ultimately, I'm not doing this because I'm speaking into a black void. I want to grow podcasting and I want us to grow this together. Audio, the whole audio to space and make a difference with it. But I can't do this alone. It's teamwork. So your input, your connections, your comments make a big difference. You can find me on LinkedIn, Graham Brown. Second option is go and check out the other podcast episodes on podcast maps. You can get all my information on grahamdbrown.com. Thank you very much for joining me today and look forward to connecting with you on a LinkedIn live stream soon.